Hi and welcome to the Black Curriculum Podcast with Rebecca Sidholm. This is in collaboration with the Black Curriculum Campaign to encourage the increase in diversity in the school curriculum. I wanted to start off this five-part podcast series with a conversation about the results of the lack of black people taught in the school curriculum. I just want to like first off make this clear if anything that I'm saying is wrong or not my place or offensive please send me an email and I would happily edit or change anything or even just scrap it as it would just be like a great opportunity to learn. I myself am a white woman so my experience would be vastly different to those of a black student so because I totally hate the sound of my own voice uh, she says whilst making a podcast I want to have Jordan David join me with this episode. <laughs> Hello everybody. Um, I am Jordan David. I'm a 15-year-old black male that attends the same school as Rebecca. Yes. And I'm here to shed some light on the school education system. Yes. Okay. Right. So this is this is the first question. And it's kind of an obvious one. Do you feel that there is an absence of black historical figures in the curriculum? 100%. Just yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know that in so if in my history lesson, my history teacher, no name dropping, um, <laughs> um, he taught us um, when we were doing Florence Nightingale with for like medicine in Britain. We were learning about Florence Nightingale, but and he but he also put in Mary Seacole, um, but that wasn't in the curriculum. We didn't have to learn about her, and it kind of sucks because she went through a lot. Um, she wasn't even kind of allowed to go in anything like that so uh, something that i've realized a lot is that um especially now there's a lot of teachers will teach something that's not in the curriculum because it's relevant because as much as oh we should learn about florence nightingale it's like your history teacher taught you mary sequel was also just as important yeah. and it's kind of the under the lack of representation in the school curriculum which i'm assuming is the reason of this podcast yeah that's why we're doing all of this the only black figures that we have ever been taught, and I'm sure that you like get this too, we it wasn't on the curriculum, so we didn't have to learn about these people. So like when we were doing um, the poems in English, and we were looking at checking out the history by John Agard, we learned about Toussaint de Overture, I think his name was, and yeah. but we didn't have to, like we did not. Overture, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have to learn about him, but we did because it's relevant. But it's not even in the curriculum yeah but if you listen to that poem it's literally speaking about what we're speaking about right now yeah that is listeners if you're listening yeah definitely go and check out that poem no that that is a really good poem especially um it's hilarious because it's kind of irony that we're talking about that poem now yeah Yeah. (laughs) but um he speaks about like you're teaching me about all these kings and queens that lived here yeah. you don't want to teach me about how these kings and queens kept power about the empires that they ran overthrowing and destroying other people's countries or how people who weren't kings and queens who came from harder situations who overcame those impossible situations became figures that are respected today and they're just not respected by education systems because that's how i see it as yeah. a as a sign of disrespect to these people who've done so much but aren't acknowledged through um, education yeah so like to circle back to Mary Seacole she did everything that Florence Nightingale did whilst overcoming racism and the only stuff that she couldn't do is because she was a black woman and because of that she wasn't allowed to open up a nursing school she wasn't allowed to teach to learn not just like to only learn about Mary Seacole or only learn about Florence Nightingale it would just be like amazing to learn about them both because we can expand our horizons i guess and just yeah that's kind of the thing it's like there's black people who did well um latinx people who mm-hmm. do the world there are white people that did well there's all these different people that are doing well but it's clear that only one part of history is being taught yeah. whereas there's so many people who come from different different places that either will never learn about their history or would have to go and do their own research to figure it out yeah. And I feel like that's just kind of annoying to, <laughs> to, to a sense. Yeah, it's 
It's annoying that a lot of kids who've wanted to like learn about this have had to um, give up a lot of their spare time to learn about history that is so important when we could have just as easily learned about it in school and it would still be put towards our GCSEs. Like the um, like the transatlantic slave trade. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if that's on the history curriculum. Not for the GCSEs. Slavery isn't for the GCSE. Yeah, you see, it's not for the GCSEs, but I feel like that's such a big part yep. of not just African history and not just American history, but English history too. Yeah. Because the UK was a part of the transatlantic. Slavery. A big part. <laughs> Basically, the masterminds yeah. behind it. It's like. We never learnt about this, even though we have all these Commonwealth countries and all of this who were conquered by the UK. Yeah. It's like we learn about the Commonwealth and we learn about the Queen and all the uh, the previous kings and queens of the country, but we don't learn about the things that they did. Or we do to a degree, but we don't learn about the things that they did that affected others in a negative view. Yeah. For example, um, the um, destruction of empires in Africa. Yeah. yeah, in Africa there were, used to be empires. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just countries, but once it was invaded, everything started becoming um, separated and split into countries in Africa. Yeah, which is like, yeah, which was because of the transatlantic slave trade. But yeah. I didn't learn this at school. I had to come home and start watching videos and go on Wikipedia, which isn't always a reliable source no. to try and just figure this stuff out. Um, and it, it's also annoying that slavery is all we learn about to do with yeah. and i mean like on like <laughs> it's a whole term that we learn about slavery and the whole system of slavery but that's it so we learn about this absolute tragedy that happened in history but that's it and to me it kind of gives off an impression that that is it all that has happened to black people that is bad and all that has happened to black people full stop so it ignores all the accomplishments and the amazing things that have been accomplished due to black people in spite of slavery and also it sets an example that oh that's it it was just this really bad thing but nothing else has happened it's all good from here you know and something that's that's really um inherent in the education system is like you'll learn about slavery yeah yeah and it'll be like oh slavery's done mm-hmm. so it's not really that bad anymore do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, slavery's done, sure, but it's, it was like a massive butterfly effect because even though slavery's done, racism still exists. Yeah. Ignorance still exists. And if we're going to teach history, we should teach all of history. Yeah. If we're going to teach about medicine, you should teach all people relevant to medicine. If we're going to teach about politics, teach all people relevant to politics, not just about Boris Johnson and Theresa May. Teach about Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. and Malcolm X too. It's like both different aspects of history or different aspects of any subject. Like there's there's this black man who was an, an, an ex-enslaved person called John Edmonston. And he was the man who taught Charles Darwin taxidermy. So the reason that Charles Darwin was able to go to the Galapagos Islands and learn about the theory of evolution and perform taxidermy was because of an ex-slave. And we're not but taught you, that. You would never learn that. Yeah. I didn't know that until you just said that. Yeah. Like, I didn't I had no idea. But if we went to school, we'd learn about Charles Darwin and all of his amazing yeah. accomplishments. But nobody would ever say, oh, and then ex-slave is the one that taught him this. Wouldn't even mention it. And the only reason I learned about this was because of the research that I'm doing for the Black Curriculum. Like, that's literally it. And it's because of that kind of research that I can know this sort of stuff. But it's not my job, it's not anyone, any kid's job to have to go and do research on either their own culture or other culture or any kind of of their own history. It's not our job, it is the school's job. That's why school exists, to teach us what what we like to know. I think what those who set up the school curriculum fail to realise is that, yes, we're learning about English culture and Mm -hmm. We, it, we're in England and we get English qualifications and this and that. Yeah. But ethnic people, no matter who wants to deny it, are now a part of English culture. Yeah. So as much as England is England, England now has to kind of cooperate with millions of other ethnicities and yeah. millions of different people. For example, Birmingham, an extremely diverse city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, London, 
crazy diverse. You you can't walk down the road and not see people of different colors or religions or cultures just yeah. there. Same with Manchester, same with all over England. But when we go to school, we learn about heroes that are predominantly white. Yeah. But we won't learn about heroes that are Asian or black or just learn about what England did. And we don't even learn everything that England did. It's amazingly ironic that England it upholds this this close looking history. We want to keep it over oh, its English history when England kidnapped black people from Africa, took over so many countries for their empire, sent them to work for free in England and then ignore them. So and, that's, and it's kind of like oh but it's not happening yeah. now. But it did happen and we need to learn about it. Why did yeah. it happen? Why so, can it not happen again? Yeah. What? That's what needs to be taught. And I guess that I couldn't kind of talk about this, which brings me on to the next question. As a as a black student in England, how does the fact that there is a massive lack of black historical figures, how does that make you feel? It's not as much as it makes me feel, but it makes me feel as though black people, black culture as mm-hmm. a whole, or ethnic culture as a whole, is just underappreciated. Yeah altogether because we learn about Henry VIII there's a million wives or at some point we even learned about Greece at school I remember the Greek Empire oh and yeah Greek gods and all of this and don't get me wrong I love Greek mythology yeah I do I've read all the Percy Jackson books <laughs> all the hymns of Olympus books I love it but why am I learning about the Greek Empire there's nothing yeah, to do but, with England but I'm not learning about my ancestors who were probably <laughs> beat and sold through slavery by England and it's kind of like so I'm learning about these guys who have nothing to do with us but when it's time to learn about something that's about me it's kind of like oh it's a sensitive subject we yeah. can't really teach that like the, we learned about the Battle of Hastings yeah right people died in that battle it, it was a very bad Most battle of history, most of history is sensitive. Like again, in medicine in Britain, the topic that we were doing, we had pictures of um, faces that were completely like messed up, and we were learning about the Battle of the Somme and how many people died, and gas, and how it would infect your wounds, and it was all highly sensitive stuff. Yet it was white men fighting for England, so it wasn't that controversial. Yeah, the moment it was white men fighting for somewhere else, yeah, or white men fighting to get something from somewhere else, it then becomes a controversial um, topic or a sensitive subject. Yeah, and I feel like that's not how we should be. I feel like if we're learning about the Battle of Hastings, we should learn about foreign wars as well. Yeah, if we're learning about um, different kings and queens in this country, let's learn about different kings and queens in other countries because it's not just um. British people in Britain mm-hmm. anymore. You've got Indian people, you've got all different kinds of African people, all different kinds of Asian people. You've got people from islands migrating to the UK and it's like, we're a mixture of people here. Yeah. And so many of us are, uh, we're not represented enough, especially in the, in the school curriculum. We don't learn anything about where we're from. And it's like, yeah, a lot of people don't get to learn where they're from because of how school is set out to be. I think that like I'd assume, and please tell me if like this is wrong or not, but I'd kind of get that if you're not seeing people like you and who look like you and who would have similar lives to you, if you're not seeing them in the curriculum, in like learning about school, especially at a young age, does that kind of discourage you at all? It does with a lot of people. Yeah. It hasn't with me personally, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people who's who've um, gone through where it's like they live in a predominantly white area Mm -hmm. in a predominantly white country which is the UK and they go to school and learn about all things about Britain and England and Wales and this Mm -hmm. and it's like they're just kind of like there's nothing about me do you know what I mean it's like you see they'll have a classmate who's learning all about their history and they're happy because they're learning about where they come from they're learning about this country that is yeah. theirs whereas you have now you have a young black man or young black woman or even an Asian, a young Asian woman mm-hmm. and she's like oh they're like oh like I'm learning about these people what about my own 
Yeah. And kind of like something that a lot of ethnic people have to get used to as like we're not going to learn about black people, we're going to learn about this, so it's just whatever at this point. That's how it gets once you've reached secondary school. It's like nobody goes into secondary school expecting to learn about um, different cultures and countries. We're just thinking, oh, okay, it's more England. I, I would constantly kind of make this argument with my family, but like I am never, ever going to use the Battle of Hastings as like uh, a learning point in my future. I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use that knowledge to help me in my life. But if I learnt about different cultures, if everyone learnt about different cultures, we would use that every day, just communicating with people. I'd feel that it would decrease um, intolerance because then you've learnt about all these different cultures, so you're able to relate to people and, you know, be a better human. Yeah, two things that just came to me from what you've just said, Mm -hmm. yeah? First thing is, like you said, um, learning about different cultures, yeah? Yeah. We learn about Julius Caesar, right? Yeah. We learn about the Roman Empire mm-hmm. and how rich it was and how rich Julius Caesar was and all of this. Yeah. But nobody knows who Mansa Musa was. It wasn't until um, outside um, my English classroom that a lot of black people alone didn't even know who he was. Yeah. Let alone everybody else. And I was like, how do you not know who this guy is? And they were just the, the, the same answer everyone gave me. Oh, we never learned about him. Yeah, just to let everyone know, he is the richest human in was, history. Was this? Yeah. <laughs> he was the richest human in history and he was a black man in Africa. Now when people talk about riches, they talk about, um, was it Jeff Bezos? And, oh, yeah. Um, they talk about their, um, the Elon queen. Musk and what he's, and what he's yeah, the queen. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no one wants to think about, oh, damn, this guy had had enough money to essentially buy the world yeah that's whoa <laughs> he had he money rich. to own literally everything and he but didn't is we aren't yeah <laughs> i mean but we england did england, england did. wanted to england but did. they had a good attempt you know yeah. they, they tried, they, tried. They, they did the best they could yeah <laughs> but the second thing that came to mind from that was um about how if we learned more at school of different cultures then I feel like a lot of, a lot less ignorant people would exist. A lot less racist events would happen. But that's because school is such a big part of people's lives. And it's kind of like your forming years. You're, you go in 11, you stop going to like school or six one college at 18. That's yeah. basically your, your, the years where you become your own person. Yeah. What I, you learn there is what's going to follow you into adulthood. I feel like, and like I can really... Um add to this because um, I remember that before I did like my own research my own education to do with different cultures bro I was mm, no because like I was one of those people who didn't know why we had black history so I was like why do we have black history month why can't we have white history month you know that that kind of girl (laughs) yeah I had no idea nothing even happens in black history month yeah but like it's so under celebrated especially in the UK yeah. Like in America, Black History Month is February. Yeah, and in and this one, it's October. It's, in the UK, it's October. Yeah. Yeah. And in, but in America, when it's Black History Month, everybody knows it's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. There's celebrations here and celebrations there. And that's because I think when people think of slavery, they think America. Yeah. And they think, oh, they deserve this month because of what they've been through. But then they kind of just forget that England was the mastermind and that so many people yeah, still yeah, suffer. Yeah. They forget that people in England's ancestors yeah. were probably treated just as bad as the, America, um, the African-Americans. Yeah. The only difference is their ancestors never left the country, which is why there's so many Africans in the UK. But at the same time, there's a hell of a lot of Jamaicans. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, yeah, crazy situation. I feel like when when I was like like that, I probably offended like quite a few people with my disregard of Black History Month because I didn't know how important it was. But when I did all this education and when I did all this research, I realised why. And I'm sure that you can kind of back me up on this, but it's made me like a, a better person, like able to talk about stuff. And yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> like that it's, it's because I know what I'm talking about now. 
it's helped me as like a, as a white person basically just have really important conversations that's about it <laughs> but yeah it's helped me do that at least we can admit that there are some problematic kids in our school i think we can yeah and they all know they yeah. all know who they are they know who they are <laughs> they know who they are yeah we the all teachers do. know who they are yeah <laughs> but, but when it comes to stuff like problematic in this sense mm-hmm. everything everyone's always thinking oh no we've got to handle this with delicacy yes because it's such a such a such a um delicate situation it's, it's not it's so though but it isn't somebody no. was disrespectful deal with that someone hurts someone else's feelings by the what they said that is therefore bad so we need to work on that and if, if i was now to swear at somebody i'd yeah. be in trouble yeah but because they've said what they've said you're kind of like oh no they weren't really taught about this thing whose fault is that mm, i wonder i wonder why that's a problem but like... whose fault is that it's not my fault that we don't teach why you shouldn't be racist yeah like, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that just because they haven't learned about it doesn't justify their actions like, and i feel like that's a lot of the time this the situation where it's like something will happen and it's like oh no they weren't educated in this way or they weren't taught this so then teach them <laughs> yeah educate these people if like we had a term in history or english or anything where we just focus solely on basically appreciating everything that black people have done for the world and not uh, even not even start with not english. even on their the modern text our modern yeah. text was written in the 1900s <laughs> the, the the sanitary pad the what women use all the time that was created by a black woman no like it's something that things that people use every day and it was created by a black person and we're not taught this and i feel that if we're not taught it then people would think that you know that they can't do this and yeah, would kind I of yeah i thought it's because i think as soon as it comes to stuff like lgbtq history mm-hmm. or ethnic people's history everything just becomes blurry and it's like either we don't the, the school curriculum don't feel the need to teach about these things yeah. they don't want to teach about these things or they don't find it important enough to to you know what i mean to like to be taught yeah. at school but it's like if we for example like you're saying if we had a term in each subject to focus on um, important black people mm-hmm. yeah for english i would definitely focus on angie thomas yeah for modern text if you're not sure who she is she's the person that wrote the book the hate you give on the oh my god the most recent book concrete rose her um, writing is beautiful she's my favorite writer my favorite author in existence but for a modern text we're doing jb priesties and inspector oh my god Lewis, instead of something that was written in this century and the christmas carol like I, what it's, it's getting old i'm sorry me. But I'm tired of hearing about my man that didn't like Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I get I get that it's great for exams and stuff. Yeah. But I'm sure you can find something written in this century. Like, okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm I tired don't... of hearing about it. Um, an inspector calls. That's our modern text. 1950. That, that's our modern <laughs> text. 1950. And it was set that's in nine, it was set in 1912. That and that's just seen as regular when you ask people oh what have you been reading lately you'll find three different types of readers the people that read old and new things the person that reads only new things and the person that reads everything that's old that people refer to as classics yeah and it's like the person that reads just classics their understanding of ethnic cultures and views aren't as good as the person who reads just new just new books yeah. the person that reads both has a better understanding of everything than the both of them and that's because through these books they've educated themselves because a lot of authors now are ethnic yeah you get Mallory Blackman oh she is amazing beautiful amazing writer like oh my I said God. before Angie Thomas so many different black creators not just creating books you got black movie creators black influencers you get all these different type of things from black people that and we aren't talking about i feel that films are probably the most influential in today's age like the more kind of 
black directors and actors and actresses and producers that we get, I think it's like a kind of a step towards a more inclusive world. I hope. Yeah. That's what, yeah. We, <laughs> all you can do is hope. Yeah. It's like, if, if no one's going to talk about it, it's good that, that we do. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. someone needs to start the conversation. Right now, everything is looking a bit outdated. And that's not, it's not the problem of the people who have done the school curriculum have done it wrong or yeah. the people who have done this are racist or ignorant. It's kind of like they're just not realising it's not working. Because they didn't learn. They weren't taught. Yeah. And it's like I always say, like something that I know you know I always say. Yeah. People are products of their environment. Yeah. If you didn't learn it, why would you teach it to your kids? Of course, like our class especially, we try and have conversations like this, especially in English and a lot. And often... And I don't think this is like wrong in any way, but we have to stop because, you know, we got to focus on English, we got to focus on our GCSEs, etc, etc. This makes us stop because we'll be doing an inspector course and talking yeah. about capitalism and socialism. And then by the end of the debate, we're talking about yeah. Malcolm X. It yeah. doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good that we have those conversations. Yeah, it's good that we get the talent to have those conversations. Don't you think that if black culture was included in the school curriculums, we wouldn't have to take up English time that's for in- the inspector calls because we would be on topic and we would be bettering our understanding of these texts about black mm-hmm. stories by black authors we wouldn't be straying far away we would be on topic so we 100%. wouldn't be we wouldn't be interrupting any of our learning time we would be increasing it and <laughs> we'd making learning. it better we'd, yeah we'd just be in lesson yeah <laughs> that's exactly what it would be so if you if, like yeah if the curriculum was to change and become and like add more about black people and change the school curriculum that we have now it would have such a huge impact on everybody of every student in the country so you you get people in year 11 who are looking down thinking wow so the school curriculum has actually changed yeah for younger people and then you've got someone a, a little boy entering year seven and he's like okay so i'm actually going to learn about people that look like me or come from where i come from but i feel like it's kind of sad though because in year seven most people who are not ethnic who are like so basically white people in year seven and maybe and some like ethnic people they don't fully understand the gravitas of prejudice and discrimination in the world they don't fully understand it most black people or ethnic people don't either it doesn't matter about your age more point in your maturity that you realize something said you'd be like yo that was a bit racist (laughs) or or something happens you're like Mm, that's a bit you know that's a bit off and it, and it's not nece- kind of like, yeah yeah it's not necessarily their fault because they are let's face it kids they're 11 12 years old but when you're like kind of going through the years you're in that transition period where you're going from really innocent to oh my god the world's horrible but by the yeah. time you get to that point so year 10 and 11 where you finally understand it's too late for you it's too late for you to benefit from a changed curriculum so year 10s and 11s who have the opportunity to change can't be bothered because it won't affect them so it's just this when I cycle think of a changed curriculum i'm not thinking just secondary schools you know what i mean i'm oh, thinking yeah. of i'm thinking of sixth form colleges mm-hmm. i'm thinking of universities even but even in universities you get african studies or american studies or studies for specific countries yeah which is I, which I think that's a great thing to have. Yeah. Because I don't, I doubt that was always there. Like you could literally pick the subject, African American studies, mm-hmm. and do a dissertation on it. That would be you would get a degree in African American studies. Yeah, there's that there's, is great. There's a studies in like in um, universities in sixth form. It's called Black British Studies. So yeah. you might want to look that up. That's kids. great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. But let's learn that. Um, but in secondary school. We're not prepared for that at all. Yeah, it's not just black British history, it's British history. It's, exactly. It's not, you, you don't have to separate it because it's all intertwined and it's all together and everyone because will benefit. at the end of the day, as much as, as, as much as people would like to argue about this, yeah. these black people live in Britain. <laughs> these are black people that are in this country. Yeah. And they deserve to be, either be taught about or to be acknowledged by the people that live here today and the, and the black kids that do live here today 
we deserve to learn about someone who's come from the place that they're living in that yeah. looks like them not everyone wants to learn about a knight that served after this king and yeah. fought in these many battles it's like okay that's a great medieval movie story I guess mm-hmm. but what does that really have to do with me of the lack of inclusiveness which is where the curriculum is failing I feel like people would want to learn more if it could relate to them so like I get really excited when like we learn about Sheila in particular because her kind of growth at the end she goes against like the patriarchy at that time and that's that's relevant to me so I'm very I I always kind of really tune in and listen and learn because it's important that's like with me whenever there's anything to do with Malcolm X which is very little (laughs) can we just say anything yeah which is why (laughs) which kind of amplifies my excitement yeah but but the lack of representation in the school curriculum is so clear that whenever that whenever black history is represented black kids are always excited yeah like if like I remember because of the epic geography Mm -hmm. but when we used to do history when we were doing the slave trade yeah um, the transatlantic slave trade my friends and I would obviously yeah like I said no name dropping but mm-hmm. <laughs> my friends and I would get excited before we went into the lesson obviously it's a bit weird to get excited about the transex the yeah. transatlantic slave trade but that's not what we were excited we were excited about the fact that we finally get to learn about something. history that has to do with us just just something that something, something that <laughs> yeah something that's actually come from where we come from because as you know the majority of my friends are African or Jamaican or Caribbean or any part of Caribbean and it's like we never really get anything at school Mm -hmm. once we do get something we'll jump and like kind of like a catalyst and we're all just going straight to it we're going to react and because we're so excited about something that we get to learn but that's not how it should be it should be we go to school and we learn about it either way I should be thinking about all of the history that I'm doing the same. When when we were doing slavery, I know that some people were very upset learning about it and of course that is like that's understandable, it's a very like upsetting su- subject, but some people just couldn't be bothered, didn't want to know didn't like, oh this again like that sort of thing and there's this kind of yeah. stigma oh it was 400 years ago will you calm down Oh Whenever God. someone says to me it was 400 years ago, yeah, the first thing I ever say to them is, but it's still happening now. Yeah. It might not be slavery, but in a sense, most ethnic people that migrate or most ethnic people in countries like England or well, like the UK or America, it's kind of like they're still slaves to the government. People are put in poor areas, mm-hmm. given less pay. Put in jail. Um, in, you know, it gets to the point where people have to either um, commit crimes, start getting involved with gang activities, yeah. counter and all this stuff, just to make the same amount of money as the, the guy that lived in a house growing up. Yeah. In an area like Quinton. And it's like, so because you're from Quinton and I'm from Handsworth, we've ended up like this. You've ended up a millionaire, I've ended up in prison for 25 years. I've heard this. I've heard this said before, but it's um, slavery has not ended. It's just changed its name to capitalism. There we go. That's it's based. That's basically it. Because ninety percent of ethnic people that you meet are voting Labour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just that's yeah. just a fact. And then ninety um, percent of non-ethnic people you will meet we're going to vote conservative but you do have to say non-ethnic we know it's white <laughs> yeah we know it's white but I'm trying to keep it professional yeah <laughs> trying to keep it nice and professional but that's just how it is because in the UK and not just the UK in many other countries the system is set for ethnic people to fail yeah whether that be black Indian Asian yeah. or any other beam it's like that's just how it is hence the school curriculum it's kind of from the moment you step into the world at the age of four or five immediately it's against you immediately you're met with nothing about you and about the struggle of like um other black people you so it starts with the school system until you're 16 or 18 and then it starts with jobs and prisons and (laughs) yeah 
a lot of people go to, I know a lot of people who have gone to prison or detained and it's not because oh they're bad people or because oh they're like this just because of the the card life's dealt them yeah in the UK being born black is almost a crime yeah that's horrible to say but yeah it's just how it is and I feel like that's because of um, the increase of the, the, the high numbers yeah of ethnic people that commit crimes yeah most ethnic people that commit crimes will commit crimes because they need the money mm-hmm. and they need the money because the government isn't helping them and then you have uneducated people or ignorant people who then see these black kids and think oh hey I learned this and this I never really learned anything about black people for us to connect yeah so this is how it is which is what causes such which is what causes such a big cultural divide You're teaching us about white history and not teaching white people about black history or black people both it's kind of like okay we learn everything white in this country and it's the ignorant white people that become the the MPs and the prime ministers and in and the, the government yeah and <laughs> the teachers oh, who the just <laughs> and just you know continue to just strengthen the cycle and that's just how it is and a lot of things that well obviously what we've realized that a lot of people don't realize is it all starts at school yeah the the way that they don't learn anything at school they can't take anything with them into the real world mm-hmm. a lot of white people don't grow up with a lot of black friends and that's not because they don't want black friends it's not because they care about what their friends look like it's just because of the areas people live in because white people are more likely to live in rich areas with other white people so and black people are more likely to live in um, poorer areas so they don't really mix as children which kind of perpetuates that ignorant mentality as they grow up mm-hmm. as a person i've been like really really lucky with the kind of where I live and of the amount of like ethnic people that have been around me so my primary school was very ethnic my godmother is very is like ethnic and my dad is ethnic so I've been around that and that has helped me of course to like communicate with people as a good person but I know that there are so many people who just live in very closed compact communities of white people that is no fault of their own but as they grow up that because of the people that they are around they just don't know they just have no idea about anything and then because when they go to school they're not taught about black history again they don't know and it just continues until they finally get out into the world it just continues and goes and goes like like a continue like a cycle yeah someone like kids will grow up in these areas segregated as much as people don't want to see it is segregation yeah of course it is a lot of black people in this area and then a lot of white people in that area. Yeah. And they don't mix. <laughs> that's just, that's, that's segregation. That's separated. Yeah. It may not be law, then, but it still happens. They, they, and then they go to school where you have a predominantly black school mm-hmm. and you get a predominantly white school. And then they go to college and university and in the real world, because they've learned nothing at school other than white people this and white history that. They haven't learned black people this and black people that or they haven't been around yeah. black people to learn how to sympathize with the damage is done like by the time yeah. they're actually into this world it's the damage is it's, done it's over for them because they've got the mentality that they've had the past however, however many years and it's like you can't just change somebody because like it's a psychological fact that if you're um like when you're a child you're the most able to mold and you're the most vulnerable so you can be influenced really really easily so if a person is either really near um, a lot of cultures, they will grow up to be um, more open and tolerant and accepting and that sort of thing. But if you're not, then you, you close yourself off to anything else and that just can only offend. Like, it's definitely possible. I do just want to say it's really possible to change. Yeah. Don't People use that do as an example. Don't use that <laughs> as an excuse to not change a perspective. It's possible, but it's just harder. And harder doesn't always mean worse. Harder can mean better. Because it just shows how much character development you've had. I think it's just like overall a more diverse um, school childhood, a school system can lead to just like a a better world, basically. (laughs) And that's what we want. (laughs) You learn at school and you never need to learn again because you're perfect. If, If the curriculum changes. 
that's just how the world should work. Yeah. <laughs> People learn at school. They learn what they actually should learn. Mm-hmm. Go out into the real world, and everything will be breezy. Yeah. Instead, we learn what we don't need, and then when we're out in the real world, we have no idea what to do. Yeah. And that's both when it comes to dealing with people of different ethnicities. We never learned anything other than slavery happened. Yeah, and, and they don't even know anything about the actual slavery. Just know that it takes place. Like, it took place. Learning about slavery in that sense, where it's just about the system, and then as well not near black people, it kind of dehumanizes people of a different ethnicity because you've just never been near them. So you don't know that they are literally just like you. That yeah. you know they just. I know a lot of black live. people who find who find themselves uncomfortable with white people. Yeah. And a lot of the reason they give me is because, oh, like we've grown up in different places and it's like blah blah blah. Or this is a predominantly white country mm-hmm. where I doubt they've learned anything about me. Which is true. When you get to the root of it, it's kind of like they're scared of forming bonds with people of different ethnicities because in this country you don't really learn about anybody else mm-hmm. it's just everyone's learning white history so it gets to the point where we're learning so much white history no one's teaching us any other kind of history now i'm wondering if this person over here is going to know how to act around me yeah is he going to know if this is appropriate or not so a lot of black people just end up distancing themselves from people that aren't black white people hold a lot of power in in the world and that's just but that's just the reality of yeah. the world it happens it shouldn't but it can yeah what okay. do we want to see done about this so like the black curriculum like what more do we want to see done to change this talks with the government yeah because at the end of the day they're the only people that can really change this they're the only they're the only people with the power to say okay more ethnic things or black things taught in the school curriculum. Yeah. Done. As long as enough people vote for that, but then it is what it is. I think, I feel like everybody would vote for it, but I feel like a lot of people that would vote for more black things in the school curriculum would be kind of like, but only vote for it to say, I'm not racist. Look, yeah. I voted for this. Yeah. Like a plague. <laughs> I'm not racist. I voted for the black curriculum. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> my my kids go to school with black people. They learn together. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, but at the end of the day, a vote is a vote. So I'm, I'm happy yeah. with that. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter as long as it's getting done. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, when I have kids, I'd like my kids to be like, okay, today at school we learnt about um, Harriet Tubman. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Just, and, I want, and I want my kid to come and tell me about what she learned about Harriet Tubman. Yeah, and you can just like... And then we can uh, talk about that. Instead, I get my I get my niece coming home, telling me, oh, I've learned about some random guy who I've <laughs> never heard of. And I'd be like, oh, that's nice. What about him? Oh, he made this, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of something that's so, so recurring in, the, in um, the school curriculum is white men did this yeah white men did that every once in a while you'll get white women yeah. did this which is which you know again, great but better. yeah this is all much better than not the, the best but still good it's, not the, it's still better than the consistency <laughs> yeah of white men white men white men i'd rather learn white men did this white women did this than just white men did this yeah but at the same time it's like black women can do things yeah um for example in um america the nation of islam yes yeah? That's something that a lot of people don't know about. Which, by the way, I do. Just saying. I I know. I know you do. I know. I expected you to. Yeah, thank you. um, (laughs) But um, it's the it's the um, group that Malcolm X started off. Yeah, obviously he left. Oh, help started. Yeah, and and we don't learn about that. A lot we don't learn about that at all at school. And it's like it was such a powerful force. Yeah. In America, which and it has to. I know. In like a hundred years time, it has to be a huge part of American history. Yeah. Because the nation of Islam actually still exists. Yeah. And it's like, we don't learn about that now, even though to us that would be modern history. You know, I... Instead, we learn about World War Ones and Twos, which again, extremely important. Yes, But we'd also like to learn about things that are important, that are important to ethnic people. 
like well i'm not i don't i don't think we're trying to dispute the, the fact that a lot of things that white men did they're really important they're really good but the only reason they were able to do it is because no one else was like the only reason we just see them is because one no one else was allowed to and two anyone who did it was just whitewashed and forgotten 100%. And another thing that I, I thought of with what, what you were talking about is a lot of black families have to have the talk about racism and about the police and about how they're going to have to live their life. And oh, I, my mum my mom never even had the talk with me. A lot do. of people talk about the talk, but my mum never... That's something that happens a lot in the UK, especially yes. if you have like older siblings and stuff. My mom will never ever have to have to talk with me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if you're ethnic in the UK, as sad as it is, you grow up, no, we just don't trust the police. Yeah. And when you have siblings, it's kind of like they don't trust the police. Yeah. So you don't trust the police. And parents will never ever have to actually say, listen, sit, sit you down and have to talk to you. Like my mom will be like, don't do this. The police can think you did this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But obviously, she will never actually say, okay, when you Wait, see the why? police, they're here to protect you. But Blah blah blah. But it's like a but. that but yeah. That but like a lot of my friends told me the parents give them like the police talk or the racism talk. Yeah. It's like that but it's like that shouldn't exist. No. It should just be the police are here to protect you. Done. I know that with that, like black families and ethnic families have that talk, but white families don't because they just don't experience it and they just you know, it will never affect them. But I can imagine that if I have kids, if I have like a kid with um, a white partner, that my white child will come home and talk about all these black people and all these black figures. And then I can sit them down and talk about this stuff. Parents now probably don't have the opportunity to do so because either they don't know it exists or their child doesn't know it exists and they don't want to break that kind of innocent little bubble because they don't have to whereas black parents probably have to with a lot of black kids what you'll find is that innocence is gone at a long a young age yeah and, and it's not just because of what they go like what they see what they know what they hear everything mm-hmm. like i said a product of your environment where you grow up shapes you and black kids growing up in dangerous areas because of where the government's placed them it has now restricted younger kids of their innocence. And it's like, they robbed them that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, they've been robbed of their childhoods because of this. Like, I've been, an, I've been 30 since I was eight. And like, you, <laughs> that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> I've been a grown man for years. You should have been eight until you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as bad as it sounds, it's become so, so normal in the black communities for kids to just be mature. Yeah. Whereas I, whereas personally, I don't agree. I think a kid should be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but nowadays it's like, you're five, but we're going to need you to be 10 because yeah. you need to understand how the world works from an earlier age. Because because of all this inequality, a lot of kids have to grow up that, like faster than they're ready to because they need to know stuff now because otherwise they won't make it until they're 15. Oh, yes. Like, I've... Most definitely. Like, to use another example, um, I had to, like, know when I was a lot younger that to kind of be wary of um, a lot of, like, men in my community, which, you know, kind of bad to just be wary about my surroundings and look back and look both ways and, you know, carry your keys, that sort of thing. And... um, and that has made me grow up a bit faster. And I'm, and I'm, I know that like we're not talking about um, the struggles of like women, but it's, I'm using this to kind of allow me to relate in any way. Um, but I assume it would be similar. Am I right in thinking that? Yeah, yeah. it's very similar. It's, it's like, because um, obviously in the black community, there mm-hmm. are women. Yes, obviously. It might be a weird concept, but there are yeah. women. <laughs> Believe it so or not. Move, so, alongside the talks that they have to have about being black, there will be talks about being a woman in society as well. Yeah. And it's like, 
the, the, the things black women will have to go through yeah nobody else can ever understand and it's, I feel like and it's, it's 10 just years so old yeah you'll find uh, a teenager someone our age mm-hmm. who's just been through so much so much trauma and it's like you couldn't so a lot of people couldn't even fathom the kind of things that black women go through and it's like if we were taught at school it would be so would, much better not just not just i mean i mean when i when i think of um a black curriculum at school yeah like additional black things at school i don't just think stuff like um learning about black people in different lessons mm-hmm. what i'm thinking is stuff like teaching people about um different cultures yeah like a literal lesson like for learning to understand yeah. these different types of people and it's like if we have that there will be so much less not just ignorance prejudice. so much less segregation so much yeah that's the word yeah. prejudice so much less prejudice because we would literally have time to sit down and understand the things that people go through yeah any a lot of things that happen in this world that it's terrible could either be lessened or even stopped if we just learnt about it and we just realised what was happening and that all starts in school and if we were just able to understand and learn I think everything would just be a lot better it's it's <laughs> it's why we're doing this now it's we're just kind of trying to get there hopefully let's hope we're on the way it's a, lo- it's a long road but we're walking yeah We'll, we'll take our time. <laughs> at, le- at least, at least we're doing it. Yeah. So, to the end of our first episode, um, I would just like to say again: if I'm wrong or offensive, please let me know. Because detailing my information in the description. So, along with my information, you'll be getting Jordan's information. So, if you want to reach out to him, feel free. I don't want this to be the rantings of a white girl. So that for the next few episodes, this is going to be educational. So it'll be about the importance of black figures in history that the curriculum missed, as well as some tools for self-education. So thank you so much for listening to the Black Curriculum Podcast in collaboration with the Black Curriculum Campaign. This has been Rebecca Sidholm and Jordan. And um, so here's to hoping for a better education and have a wonderful day.